coming off really, you can you can say it's been six OTA practices, two mini camp practices, or you can say we've been working really for seven, eight weeks together with, with this group of guys. And however you look at it and however you slice it up, the thing that's been, for me, um, really, really redeeming of all the things that I think we've been doing pretty well at is I think the classroom work has really been great for us. I think, you know, and everyone wants to talk about on the field, but the truth is, I was just talking to a couple of people about we're not in pads right now. So a, a lot of that is going to be too determined when we put pads on and things start happening live, fast, and physical. Um, but the things that are going on in the classroom, because that's all the building blocks. That's where you address the fundamental things that guys have to improve on. That's where you address whether it's effort, execution, being on the same page, communication, whatever that might be. That's where all those building blocks are that happen. And I love how this, how this group meets. That's a, it might be a crazy thing for you to hear, but I love how they meet because guys ask questions. They're highly engaged. Um, they're, they're not just talking about scheme. They're talking about what the opponent's going to do to the scheme. And we're having some of those kind of questions, some, some of those kind of conversations right now, which is really important to build those blocks now as we head into the summer than, than really into training camp. So um, really excited about that. And, and I think these, these last two days of mini camp been really competitive. Um, guys, guys, have, guys have been, you know, you know, there's been some jawing going on, but it's been great conversation. It's been guys challenging each other to get better. And I'm not, I'm not talking about offense and defense. I'm talking about on the defensive side of the ball. Um, anything that's coach-driven is not going to be nearly as successful as things that are player-driven. And, and, our, and our guys are driving it right now. And they're the driving force of the work. They're the driving force of the ownership. And they're the driving force of the accountability on defense. And, and to me, that's, that's the other part that's been exciting. If there's a couple, couple points to kind of um, lay out defensively. But other than that, um, you know, we have one more tomorrow, then a week, week next week of four days, and we've got to stack good meetings and good practices. And when we get back and put pads on, we'll really see where we're at. Well, you were just talking about, James, with the meetings and the – is that a product of all the youth and just maybe so much to learn, trying to soak it all in as fast as possible? I, I think it's a product of a great mesh of young and old of some wise, smart guys that, for the guys that are returning that are the veterans, this is their second year in the system. So it's not really just about what to do, it's how to do it. Then it's our young guys asking good questions and coming prepared and being challenged in their position rooms by their coaches um, to know more than just A, B, and C, to move past that as soon as we could. That was kind of an emphasis for us as a staff as we went along. We really wanted to push things as much as we can because we know we're going to have some younger players on, on the field and we need those guys when they come out of this phase of the season, and this is really a phase of the season for us, out of the phase of the season, they need to be further ahead than maybe we were a year ago with young guys or maybe at other places that I've been. So um, I think it's a good combination of both. I know it's tough to evaluate line play this early when all the pads on, but you're pretty young up front with, with B.J. Hill and Dexter Lawrence and Dalvin. Just kind of your first impressions of that group and how they've carried themselves and, and Dexter as a player. Yeah, um, working extremely hard, doing everything they're asked to do, um, very aware of things that they need to improve on. I think, I, I think I've said it before, we're, we're really big on kind of writing prescriptions for our players. So the things that they individually need to improve on, 
and we try to include, we don't try, we include our players in those conversations as well because for you to think that you need to work on one thing and I think you need to work on another thing, we need to be on the same page position coach to player. And I think that group is one of the epitomes of that. And, and that when you talk about uh, two of the three of those guys who are more, they're young, but they're not young anymore. You know, they're veteran players. BJ's a veteran player now. He played a full season. He started football games in the NFL. He's not, he's not a young player anymore. Um, but those guys are really aware. Um, for D linemen and front guys, individual fundamentals and techniques, that's really what you can work on in this phase than just knowing why you're doing what you're doing. But just the, the action of doing it, there's nothing like putting pads on and getting pad under pad on guys. Dennis said out. yesterday that the three of those guys are, are cross-training across the line, Absolutely. whether it's one, three, five, shade, everything. What about the, their games do you see? Do you, can, do you think you could be more interchangeable up front than maybe you were last year? Um, I, I think you have to be in the way the league is now. I think there's enough motions and adjustments and offensive guys are good enough now that they're not, for the most part, they're not just going to let a big nose just sit there and play nose the whole game. They're going to make him slide and extend and play on guards, on edges of guards, not just over centers. They're going to motion and do enough of that where guys have to be uh, interchangeable enough to be able to defend what we see from an offensive standpoint, um, number one. Then I think number two, I think they all do have enough position flex to do that. And I think really that's what we want in that room. We want guys to have the flexibility to play up and down the line um, because a really good NFL D-line room has a great rotation. And it has guys really not just, you, you brought up guys in the one, two, and three spots, but the four, five, six whole spots, whoever those guys are, gaining reps, 15 snaps, 12 snaps, 20 snaps, depending on the game. Um, those are important snaps and important downs, just like the other guys' snaps. What kind of progress have you seen from Lorenzo Carter from his rookie year to now? Um, you know, I, and I said this in the meeting room the other day. I love he's rushing with a plan right now. He's, you know, when you see him rush a year ago, he was trying to get off the ball as quick as he could and use his hands when, when he could. But now you see a guy that's aware of how he wants to rush, aware of techniques that he wants to rush with, and he's really, you know, guys that get into there as pass rushers, as that, that being a position I've coached before personally, you see their best, best, best growth in the two and then into year three. And some of that just becomes they start to figure out who they are as rushers, whether, you know, you're a Chandler Jones and you're a really bloody rusher, you're Robert Mathis and you're a speed counter guy, um, and that kind of list goes on and so forth. And he's really starting to figure that out. So he's kind of building his pass rush toolbox right now. And, and I really like that about him. The second thing is he's practicing as hard as anybody on the, on the football field right now. And he is running around. He's been a great example that we've been able to show defensively of just strain in and effort and finish. And um, I, I really like those two things about it. You have confidence that you're going to find um, a pass rush that is good enough to really be good enough to help your back end. Yeah, I, I do believe we can, and I believe that will reveal itself when we get to training camp. When we get pads on, when um, things start happening live where there's the 50-50 downs. Well, everyone wants to rush well on third down, right? But it's all those 50-50 downs that are 50% run, 50% pass. That makes up actually a larger portion of your rushes in a game. That's when you got to find out how good guys are as rushers. And you won't know that until you put pads on 
because it's run one snap, then it's a play action pass, and the ability to disrupt the pocket on those downs will be important for us. What have you learned about DeAndre Baker, especially in that, that classroom environment you were talking about? Yeah, he's, he's like all those young guys. He's, he's working, he's coming with good questions. Um, and really, you know, him, him both, both Bake, Beal, you can go, go on down that list, Ham, all those guys are, are really competing their butts off to try to be the guy opposite Jack. Expect from Alex this year, second year assistant. From Alex, in, 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 in the car stepping up and, and from Alec Ogletree. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. I apologize. Um, I, again, he he fits into that guy. This was his second year in the system now, where like you get a vet like AB who's been in the system before, Antoine Bethe, who's been in the system before, who who really can get in those conversations about how we're doing it and what we should expect against certain coverages. That's where Tree's at now. So now he's going into his second year, a veteran player. So he's really working on some of his core fundamentals. But the other side of it, hey, how are we going to get attacked in this coverage? Where's the soft spot in the coverage so we can try to defend the soft spot? Because we know where we're going to be good in terms of routes that we might have to defend or run fit issues in certain coverages. So I think, I think that's really what happens as guys come into their second year and something. Are you managing Golden's workload intentionally? Like, is this part of a plan to kind of ramp him up? Yeah, I, I think all along with any guy that's injured, you find when you can push him, when you pull him back, and when you push him. At the end of the day, all of us are shooting for training camp, everyone being ready to go by then 100%. And that's not to say he's not 100% today, but we want all of our guys ready to go when we get to training camp.